a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts, with some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin. These three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jap Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Joseph Eric and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Hey, welcome to Jap Talion and this guy. I'm Morgan. And I'm Eric. There's no Joseph today. No Joseph. Joseph is at a wedding with a friend. Or he could be dead. Could be. Could be. You haven't shown me that he's not dead. Prove that he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if we should call him and interrupt whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to get a few words from him. Interrupt his gangbang. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Eric. Uh, tell the listeners what we do. Well, we normally spend a good bit of time harassing Joseph, so <laughs> <laughs> we uh, shoot the shit for a little bit. Then sometimes we have a coin toss, depending on outside <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> and uh, then uh, one of us, the coin tosses decide which one of us talks on a topic that we've independently researched. I use that term loosely. Mm-hmm. And uh, the topic just kind of stuff we're interested in keeps us on point. Yeah. And uh, then we wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yay, and then we get paid. <laughs> well, we wrap it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's about what we do here. Man, I feel like it does feel a little like uh, we would be talking shit to Joseph at this point of the show. Yeah. Okay, well, how was your week, Eric? Uh, it was all right. I slept a lot. <laughs> That's good. Uh, that was the highlight of my week. No shit, yeah. yeah. Last weekend was kind of a sleepless one for me, so uh, it's catching up on sleep. Man. We were supposed to have, I thought I was going to have a friend come and do the show today, but something came up and he couldn't make it, so I was kind of bummed about that. That's all right. For another week. For another week, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he wanted Joseph to be here. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Joseph's putting out hits on the people that we choose to be here when Joseph's not here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I texted Joseph to see if we could call him, and he said that may not be appropriate because there's a lot of stimulus, which makes me want to call him. (laughs) Obviously, now (laughs) I really want to fucking call uh, I'll leave him alone. Fuck him. He's out having fun or whatever it is that he's doing today. Um, is it a wedding? Yeah, he's at a wedding with a, a close friend who he walks with regularly, or they were walking pretty regularly, but she needed a date. Her daughter's getting married. She needed a date. Joseph is obviously available for stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> So gigolo. <laughs> hey, you need a date? Yeah, I can do that. Say, how do you mother for me? 
Um, What'd you do this week? So I had I did have some stuff um, on my list. Uh, one, I wanted to give a shout out, even though we kind of do that at the end of the episode. But um, I went and got my hair cut. And I got some feedback from one of the barbers who listens to the show pretty... It's actually Joseph's barber, but he listens to the show regularly. I'm saying, Danny, that you listen to the show regularly. So if you don't, don't make me a liar. Just start listening to the show regularly. But he uh, he had listened to the D.B. Cooper episode. I think he was... He was, like a lot of people, were really intrigued with the topic of D.B. Cooper. Um, so he listened to it and he just had one little point. Um, I don't know if you remember, but on the episode, I was talking about the AFT door, the aft door, and I didn't know what the AFT stood for. And, um, Danny was like, you know, it's just aft. It's, it's an aft door, which means back. It's like on a ship, you know, starboard and port, starboard and port. Starboard, star, starboard. I don't know. (laughs) Starboard. Yeah. And and port and you know, uh that means left and right or whatever or front poop back. Deck. I don't know. Yeah. So he said af poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> the upper decker. <laughs> he said the uh he said af just means back. So there was a correction from a listener who listened to the show and we appreciate your feedback, Danny. Thanks for being a listener and thank you also for your HBO Max, because he gave me ah. access to his HBO Max. So that's how I've been. Um, that's how I caught up on DC movies this past week, because I don't know if, if you guys know or give a fuck, but I'm going to tell you anyways, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League came out this week. Eric, yeah. I know you watched it, yeah. and I hadn't watched it yet when I talked to you, but I sat on the couch for four straight hours last night <laughs> and fucking watched that movie because it's four hours fucking long but it other than having like three pee breaks <laughs> it didn't feel like it was four hours long that movie was yeah. fucking good yeah holy shit way better than the original yeah way fucking better man i only have one gripe about it but first off before let me backtrack danny now just email me that dick pic and we'll be good to go <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only thing we're waiting on from you <laughs> If you haven't listened to our other episodes, now might be a good time. <laughs> Otherwise, you're like, what? Dick pic. Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> I had read that we we're going to be introduced to uh, Heath, not Heath Ledger. Oh, God, that would be surprising. What? To um, Jared Leto's another version of his Joker. I was disappointed that that dark set, is it dark side? Dark, dark side. Dark side. Yeah. That the dark side version of Earth was only a very snippet at the end of the movie. Yeah. That kind of leads one to believe that there not might be a sequel. Now, from what I've read about um, the like the movie execs versus Snyder, like that whole kind of um, vibe that went on with that movie. Yeah. That there's not a very good chance of a sequel. So that's my only disappointment is that there was like a teaser to something that we're probably never going to see. Mm. But who knows? Maybe the movie... God, they introduced characters. You know what I mean? They, um, I don't know. They had the black suit Superman that was yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, it, it's... 
Batman they, was more gruff in the end. He had a gun. He yeah. like never uses guns. Yeah, I was thinking that throughout the movie, like he was using guns, and I was like, that's not Batman, you know? It's yeah. not like him. Yeah. <laughs> threatens just straight up threatens to kill Joker. <laughs> Drop the F bomb right <laughs> yeah, in his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I liked it too. I've actually seen it twice, so I guess Shit. that's what I should have. Said that I've done this week. <laughs> what? You watched it twice already? Yeah, because I went to watch it with Annie. She fell asleep halfway through, so now I'm going to have to watch it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'll probably watch it again, honestly, because it's fucking good, man. I was really yeah. impressed and surprised at how good it is. Um, they could not have so many slow motion moments. Yeah. I think they have way too many slow motion moments in Zack Snyder's uh, DC movies, but... At the same time, the movie was fucking great. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is a lot of, like, cinematic moments where I was wondering, like, man, this is a four-hour movie. You think you would have cut a little <laughs> bit of this out. But, yeah, it's a good movie. I don't really mind long movies either, especially since we're so used to binging stuff now anyways. Mm -hmm. Just pause it and pick back up later. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I watch The Irishman. Um, on Netflix is I just, you know, watched like an hour and a half of it and then came back to it a day later or something. Uh, so I watched that, which was great. Not to mention I watched, you know, Batman versus Superman again this past week. I watched uh, Suicide Squad for the first time, which was, man, it like the first half of the movie. I'm like, fuck, this movie is not fucking bad. But then the whole second half was a complete disappointment in a way to me. You know, yeah. I just I feel like they could have done better and they should have done better. Yeah. And there should have been more Joker, I felt like. And I don't know. It's God, how old is that movie? And I just now watched it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the first time. I think it's because I took all the reviews from it. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not even going to bother watching it. Yeah. You know, and my buddy Lafitte's like, oh, you got to watch it, you know, at least, you know, check it out or whatever. So anyhow, I did. Um, I went, I had my oldest son with me this weekend, Brian, and we went to the mall yesterday because I've been trying for weeks to buy a pair of shoes. And um, I don't know if you've been to the mall since the pandemic. Or since high school, because <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking regular thing to do. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, there are lines outside of stores to get in and oh, stuff yeah. because you know they only have so many people in the stores and shit. So we're fucking went to every shoe store. We didn't get into finish line because the line was just taking way too long. But uh, couldn't find shoes, man. That's been my problem the last few weeks is finding something that a looks like something I would wear because his yeah. <laughs> fucking tennis shoes are ridiculous nowadays. They fucking yeah. look stupid. They do. If you ask me. And then uh, once I find something that I'm like, yeah, I'll put that on my feet. They, it's like, oh, sorry, the biggest one we have is size nine and I'm 11 and a half or 12, you know? And I'm like, what? Uh, one guy was like, well, we can get it shipped from Charlotte and it can be here in two days. And I was like, I'm not, fucking ordering a shoe you know like to be sent to my house that's what he said they could send it right to my house and i'm like i'm not gonna order a shoe to be sent to my house that i haven't even tried on I'm not doing it man yeah you know not for a fucking 130 pair of shoes I'm not yeah fucking doing that shit um 
no shoes, but we saw the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny set up in the mall, ready for <laughs> pictures. You know, it's getting that time and whatever. And Brian was like, he's he's at the age, and I can say this because he doesn't listen to the show, but he's at the age where he doesn't believe, but I think he's holding on to that little bit of belief about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy and shit. Yeah. But, but he's also smart enough to be like, well... They all have the same handwriting and it matches mom's handwriting, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he's he's gotten uh, he's gotten wise on that stuff. So um, so we're walking through the mall and looking at the Easter Bunny and he didn't really say much about it the first time we passed. And then when we walked back by, he was like, do you think that's the real Easter Bunny or is it just a um, is it just a fake one or whatever? And I was like, I don't know. What do you think? And I said that, <laughs> and the Easter Bunny like looked at Brian real quick and waved. And Brian was like, Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so we sit down, and he's still talking about it. He like was all like, slow and creepy. <laughs> he was like, It's like he heard me or he knew. Hey, did you tell him? And da da da. He's like, He must be the real one. And I'm like, Oh my god, <laughs> he still believes. I was like, Yeah, Brian, must be the real one. Better straighten your ass up. <laughs> I don't know. Like age six, my mom lined a bunch of people up that were dressed as the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and all that and just murdered them. <laughs> I was like, there goes your hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh, my God. That's one of my made up stories. There's, there's not many of them. <laughs> most of them are real, huh? Yeah, most of them are really awful. That one was made up. <laughs> so your mom hasn't committed murder not that I know of. <laughs> not that you're aware of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a way to let them know. Won't be no toys <laughs> under the tree this year. <laughs> All right, so uh, so I had last week's episode. Joseph's not here to flip a coin with you because that's the process we would have gone with, is that the two of you <laughs> would have flipped, flipped a coin. A coin. <laughs> uh, in case there's any confusion out there. Um <laughs> So we're going to let you just take over the uh, the topic today then. All right, cool. I'm going to look at my topics here. I have kind of sucks. I wanted uh, one of mine has to do with Elon Musk and all that he's involved in. I kind of wanted Joseph to be here for that one because I know how um, titillated he gets by that stuff. Um, I do. Let's see. I have this other one. Coral Castle. I mentioned this in another episode. Yeah. Remember me talking about Coral mm-hmm. Castle? So for anyone who doesn't know, Coral Castle is a structure. Um, I guess it's a castle-like structure. I've been there. It's down in uh, Florida and uh, I think Homestead. Is that more south in Florida? Yeah, it's like the last town you pass through before you go to the Keys. Oh, shit. So it's pretty south. There's a uh, there's a guy named oh come on websites flipping pages on me. There's a guy named uh, Edward Leeds Galkman. Wow, I know I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have just had me read it. <laughs> um, it's L E E D S K A L N I N Leeds Galkman. Sounds um, good to me. He lived from. Uh, from 1923 to 1951, this guy named Ed single-handedly carved 
over 1,100 tons of coral rock. Now, Fuck. coral rock is something that's uh, indigenous, if that's the right word, to the area. So he, I, I guess it's kind of like a bedrock type thing. He just carves these rocks and put them in place. From what years? Um, from 23, 23 to 51. So 28 uh. years. So the, it's, it's weird. It's kind of like a castle in a way, but it's, um, very open to the air. Yeah. Like there's no real roof over it. Um, there's all these different, um, sections. You can go on a tour there. It's not huge, but it takes you to these different areas and kind of gives you the story behind like what that area was intended to be. And, yeah. um, you know, what his thought was behind building the place. And the basic story of it that we were given was that he um, had this lady that he was in love with, and this was like his bid to win her over. <laughs> and she fucking was like sucking dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he ever ended up with her, but I'm going to guess no, because, dude, roses, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> 30 years of yeah. fucking rock carving. It's just like, dude, I got married 29 years ago. <laughs> I've got green kids, motherfucker. But I actually, I heard about this place from ancient aliens because, you know, <laughs> heavy rocks, therefore aliens. Yeah. And um, aliens. So, like, the information that I saw on that show was he did all of his work like in secret where no one saw how he lifted this stuff, how he moved it in place. None of that. Huh. Um, and there were, he supposedly didn't use like any major equipment, like, you know, tractors, um, what's the word cranes, anything like that. Yeah. And he, according to the people at ancient aliens, like knew the secrets of the Egyptians. <laughs> but I, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. The dude's really small, man. They, they have like a little cardboard cut out of the guy. He looks like he's about, I don't know, five, two, 120 pounds. And physics wouldn't have anything to do with like just regular plain. Yeah. It's still lever and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fulcrum or whatever. Oh, here's his. So he was uh, just over five foot tall, and he weighed a hundred pounds. God, dog. Um, yeah. It's documented that no one ever witnessed Ed labor, like do any of the work on this place. Some people have claimed that he had supernatural powers, but shocker, nobody ever witnessed that either. Jesus, <laughs> he's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. I, okay. So. Ed actually claimed himself that he knew the secrets to build the ancient pyramids. So that was a claim that he made. So what are the, I didn't realize there was such a secret to what the Egyptians did. I mean, I know you guys have mentioned it right. and I know there's some mentioning of it, but I thought that we had debunked stuff like that. Debunked. Well, the practicality of the stones, that would actually be a good subject to bring to bring up, like, what is so mysterious about it. Yeah. I think part of it is, like, where they moved the stones from because the place that they quarried... Now, this homestead, the Coral Castle and Homestead, 
he quarried all that stuff close by. But talking about the um, pyramids, yeah, a lot of the like, um, I think it's granite or limestone uh-huh. that they use, they quarried from like miles away. And people have theorized different methods, but when you actually get people to do it in practice, it's a lot harder, I guess, to do that. Yeah, because it's said that it's slave labor. That right, did but it with- did you also know there's like no archaeological evidence of any mass slavery in Egypt? There's no evidence that slaves ever existed in Egypt, like no. it said what? in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. But the Jews... But the Jews, there's no archaeological evidence of, matter of fact, like the people that helped build the, and I say helped based on the, like the Egyptian record of it, the people that helped build the pyramids, like they were all given burial places and stuff close to where the pyramids were, like workers' tombs, like they, it wasn't a, it wasn't a mass slavery situation. That's a whole nother topic. Wow. That, yeah, that is a whole other topic. But wow, no, I didn't know all that. Yeah. That's yeah, there's no, which is kind of mysterious because if there were that many slaves working for, because you're talking hundreds upon hundreds of years that they built like all those different um, pyramids over, you imagine there would be all kinds of record of it. Yeah. Especially since back. In those times, slavery wasn't considered like an ethical faux pas like it is now. <laughs> like, right? It was just what you did. Yeah, it was you, just what you did. I mean, we kept all kind of records of our slaves two hundred something sure. years ago. So why wouldn't they have kept record of that back then? And not, I'm sure there was slavery, but I'm talking about the massive amount of slavery that supposedly existed to build the the pyramids, right? Wow. That's another one I should look up because I feel like I need more sources. I wish Joseph was here. I need, like, to talk on that, I would need more um, education than um, what I remember from my memory, you know, because I remember things from my memory. (laughs) (laughs) So, Homestead, Florida, back to this discombobulated TED talk. (laughs) Um, it's on, uh, so it is Homestead, Florida on South Dixie Highway, which I think is just number one. Oh, it's not really made of coral. That's interesting. Wait, what? <laughs> it's, um, it's a sedimentary rock called Olite, Olite, O-O-L-I-T-E limestone. Wow. It's sculpted into slab walls, uh, various shapes, tables, chairs. There, there's a crescent moon. There's a water fountain and sundial. The information sheet there touts that you are about to see an engineering marvel that has been compared with Stonehenge. No, it hasn't. The Great Pyramids of Egypt. (laughs) No, it hasn't. (laughs) I mean, dude, I've seen the place. It's not like, it's not huge. Um, It is kind of crazy that this one guy built it without like massive machinery. But like you said, physics, like, just because that's my main issue with like conspiracy theories is people will be like, I don't know how this happened. Therefore, there must have been some amazing thing to make it happen. 
Yeah. There's all kind of shit that we have yet to discover, but it most likely isn't wizards or aliens. It's just <laughs> something that we haven't figured out yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> wizards. <laughs> fucking Merlin. Oh, fucking Merlin. Do you know um, that I was... Uh, God, was it up here? I think it might have been up here in the studio, but it also might have been at work. I don't know. I spend a lot of time with Joseph. Joseph told me that Merlin was a real magician. And uh, I was like, no, I think he was just, you know, from that story of King Arthur, you know. And he was like, yeah, well, King Arthur was real. So he had to look all that up to learn that Merlin wasn't a real magician. And um, (laughs) I didn't. I wouldn't have expected Joseph to not know that is yeah. the thing. And I think I told him that, but I thought that was, uh, that, I'm glad that he knows now. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm riding with, uh, with Brian, I'm taking him home today and we were watching, he put me on this YouTuber and I don't mean to cut, cut into your no, story, no, please, but Bri- cut. <laughs> <laughs> Brian put me onto this YouTuber who just makes these funny animations about like, uh, about his life, you know, like growing up with his twin sister and shit like that. And he said something about um, people that believe in the lizard people and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's like Joseph. And Brian's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, lizard people that rule the world, you know, like he was like, no, I don't know. So Brian grabs my phone and YouTube's lizard people that rule the world and uh, found this really good animated video that totally <laughs> explains like exactly what Joseph believes as far as like the lizard people and their shapeshifters and they have underground um, hideaways and stuff like that. And then it goes on to talk about where this actually came from, that it can be traced all the way back to this 1920s short story in a magazine, um, serpent people that hide among us or something like that. And it, talking about the exact same thing about how like it and it was just a fictional short story but people right. have sensationalized it where it said that at least seven percent of the united states population believe that that's true which sounds small but it's millions of people yeah like what the fuck brian was like what <laughs> he's he's 10 yeah so. <laughs> So, um, not like in, you know, continuing on this for a second, um, I think we were out to dinner the other day. I was telling you all about something I saw, I think on TikTok, this guy was proposing that we live in like this post information age and I, I forget the name he gave for it, but basically we reach this age with the internet and the massive flow of information that so many people have access to, that there is an overabundance of information. And without like really digging into stuff, you have very little way of ascertaining if it's legit or not. It's very easy for people to pass off false information as real, especially if people don't kind of look at it through the lens of, am I taking this information in because it already backs up beliefs that I hold and I want to feel comfortable with those beliefs? How am I looking at this? Am I looking at it through a critical lens or not? Uh. And the reason I say 
information that I'm bringing in that already backs up beliefs I have is because that's one of the easiest ways for false information to be passed on is that people automatically accept it because it's already fits our worldview because yeah. that's like the biggest bias any of us have mm. is if something crosses our field of vision and it already backs up a belief we have. Yeah. There's like this little thing that's like, Oh, whew, I am right. Like it. Oh shit. It, like, yeah, you, okay. You know, it doesn't challenge your view of things. Yeah. Well, there's a big gap between challenge, like feeling like, Oh, okay. I was right about that. And then some people, like, they will not be challenged. Their views on what they hold is absolute truth, and they will fight it <laughs> to the end. So there's a big window for misinformation. Well, this person was proposing that um, the reason there's been, like, such a rise in, um, uh, what do you call those, like, influencers and media personalities oh, and all yeah. that. yeah, like social media influencers and stuff. Right, it's because yeah. they help, their, their function in society is to break down all this information and feed it to people in areas that their expertise is in, so be it. So if someone's like a model then I guess fashion is their expertise. Oh, so they, take, they do makeup tutorials, shit like that. Right. Yeah, All the information okay. that they kind of deal with in their life, they can like, you can look to them rather than knowing everything there is to know about makeup. You just follow their channel and you're like, oh, now I know how to do my eyeliner. Yeah. Well, it's like that for all social media personalities. You know, they all oh, have shit. their little angle. And that's just kind of a like a sociologist way of looking at like why there's this rise in all these people. Well, the problem is there's a lot of people that have no expertise in the fields that they're talking about. So you get some, <laughs> you know, you get some fucking seventeen year old on YouTube that's talking about aliens building the moon to right. control minds on Earth. And some people, for whatever fucking reason, believe that shit. Oh uh. shit! Is that where is that where our modern day flat earthers come from? Dude, I don't know where the fuck flat earthers come from. <laughs> Dude, some of them, and not all, not everybody believes every likes of. I imagine there's flat earthers that believe all different kinds of things, but a lot of them believe that Australia is not real. <laughs> and, any, and anyone that you see from Australia is a paid actor. Dude. I think I've heard that shit before. <laughs> I think I have heard something along those lines before. What the, the fuck does that mean? That you have to suspend to believe that shit is incredible, dude. Oh. <laughs> so let's go back to some sanity. <laughs> All right, Coral Castle. <laughs> Coral Castle. <laughs> Um, Sorry, we got off on that tangent there. Sorry. It was, so, it was fun, though. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so uh, Coral Castle's website explains that Coral Castle has baffled scientists, engineers, and scholars since its opening in 1923. I'm going to go ahead and guess that's not true. <laughs> 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 that's, 
That's another thing is people read something <laughs> and they just accept that it's true. Just because they yeah. wrote that in a pamphlet doesn't mean that any scientist has ever looked at Coral Castle. Well, we go through that now, right? We go through that now with Facebook where if there's a fucking article, it could be from it. You know, you got to look for the credible news sources, right? Huffington Post is a credible news source. Um, with a liberal lean, with a liberal lean, and right. so is CNN. Right. But I mean, they're not gonna—they're not gonna tell you there's a shooting going on somewhere, and there isn't a shooting right. going on somewhere. Where then you find like um, free, free America buzz news, <laughs> you know, right. dot web or some shit yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. and and they're you know gonna give you some bullshit about. Um, Donald Trump is an alien dinosaur. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, and that's a – God, we should just make the subject this. That's another good one <laughs> is that there's different um, – news sources are kind of on a spectrum, too, of how biased are they. Yeah. Like when I read Fox News, and I do, I'm, I'm not an uber-conservative person. You know this about me. <laughs> but I read conservative news. Mm-hmm. Um, the line that I tell myself is, "You need to know the enemy." It's <laughs> 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 a joke, but um, I like to read different news sources because yeah. I don't like to think of myself as being spoon-fed information. And the way that I do that is, I read it from sources that I'll disagree with too. But one of the things I've noticed about Fox News is a lot of times their deception is not in the reporting. It's in the difference between the title and what they report. If you read the title, the title makes it seem extreme or, I don't know, it just, the title only gives you like seven words, yeah. so it leaves a lot out. But then when you go yeah. and read the story, it's like they they report what most left-leaning places would report too. It's The facts are there, but the way it the was presented is, in the yeah. headline makes it seem as if it's a different story altogether. I've totally seen that. Not just not just from Fox News, but definitely from Fox News. I've and seen CNN it. And CNN does it too. CNN does it, yeah. but even the local news has right. done it. You know, I've seen right. WIS post an article and I read the headline and I'm like, "Holy shit." And I'll click on the article and read it and be like, that was not what the fucking headline just said it was. What the right. fuck, you know? Dude, people that are real bad about it, and I don't know why, I read a lot of information about, like, bands and music. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but stuff about, like, um, different musicians, um, magazines, I can't think of an example, that I'll read online are always like that. They try and blow up this drama about um, see what the lead singer of Tool said about Nirvana. And you'll read it, and it's nothing. <laughs> it's some offhanded comment that meant nothing yeah, and has no substance to it whatsoever, <laughs> but they want to, like, draw that attention in. Make it seem dramatic. I, You know, I used to – I remember being a kid, and um, and I remember learning what the National Enquirer was, <laughs> right, right, in the grocery yeah. stores. Yeah. And because um, you would see it. And you'd be like, what the fuck? You know, there'd be aliens hanging over John Travolta or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And, uh, you know, my grandma would be like, oh, that's, you know, that's whatever she'd say. It's nonsense. That's what she'd say. Yeah, it's nonsense. Yeah. You don't read that. But then 
years go by and the National Enquirer is still a thing and people are picking this shit up and buying it. And I remember when I'd see people buying, I'd be like, what are you fucking stupid? Why are you buying that? <laughs> yeah. You know, because people want to read that shit. They want to buy into it. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, Joseph. I like the idea of conspiracy theories in a way that something amazing could be happening that we don't know about. Hmm. Like the idea that there's this like secret knowledge or something. Like I like the idea of that. But then fucking QAnon came along. And dude, the practicalities of real world people believing for whatever reason. Because um, there's, you know, I like to stereotype it as like uneducated, blah, blah, blah. There are people with like doctorates and shit that believe in different QAnon conspiracies or whatever yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't have the secret. There's actually, there's quite a few um, sources on people that look into conspiracy theories as far as like why people subscribe to them and things like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'm not, I don't know enough to, to go off on that, but um. I lost my train of thought. That's right. That's right. Fuck. Conspiracy. That's because the the machine. They, oh shit. They the shot moon. a ray in here and yeah. erased your fucking train of thought. They're right. They did it. It was son the, of a bitch. The Saturn Moon Mind conspiracy. <laughs> Has Justin ever told you about that one? No, that one's fucking no. Nuts, but I heard dude. it on the commercial, and I was like, "What like, the fuck?" Hold the on, moon let's... was put there artificially. And Wait, Saturn's moon or no, our, moon? our moon? And Saturn somehow beams a signal that our moon like transmits to the Earth to dumb us down. So all this was done to dumb us down. My thing is, why not just wipe out our species? If you have the capability of putting the moon, I mean, think about how many <laughs> tons the moon is. If you could put that shit in place and you're beaming you know, fucking beams that dumb us down, then why not just fucking wipe us out? I guess maybe we serve a purpose. I don't know. Seems like there's an easier way. <laughs> <laughs> well, did that come from 17-year-old Connor Brockwell yeah. or whatever? <laughs> Connor Brockwell, yeah. Mom, make me a peanut butter and jelly. I'm telling people about the moon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, oh, Jason. This is not the topic I picked. I told Annie I was going to make my topic 10 things I hate about Joseph. <laughs> and we were just going to we were just going to oh, riff God. on Joseph the whole time. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. Whew. We love you, Joseph. <laughs> we do. You know, he comes by honestly. Like I've heard his mom going off about like black helicopters and shit. <laughs> so Oh my God, his mom. Uh, we love you, Justice Mom. <laughs> oh, Lib. Lib. <laughs> so, um, uh, let's see. Let's, I guess, get back to the Coral Castle. I don't know what we're going to call this episode. <laughs> Joseph wasn't here to keep us in line. <laughs> it's all kind of fucking ADD moments. <laughs> I can't tell if this article's being sarcastic or not. <laughs> Why what's it say? It says, um, for decades the park featured a and this is from Live Science magazine. 
or LiveScience.com. I don't know if it's a magazine. It's definitely on my phone, though. Um, <laughs> for decades, the park, talking about Coral Castle, featured a perfectly balanced stone gate that, despite its weight, would swing easily open with a strong breeze or push of a finger. How it worked remained a mystery until 1986 when it stopped moving. Really? Up until 1986, nobody could figure out how to move a gate effortlessly with a finger? Isn't that how all gates work? You <laughs> normally have to like pull a lot of strength behind a gate. Um, and what did they do before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the gate was removed. It was revealed that it rotated on a metal shaft, doy, and um, <laughs> rested on a truck bearing. That's a hinge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so this, this article saying like the same thing. Over 28 years, uh, one man working alone created this. He was a Latvian immigrant, Lad Skalkman. He's just over five feet tall. He weighed about 100 pounds. Man, I could eat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, according to legend, he was inspired to build the structure after being abandoned by his 16-year-old sweetheart. Ooh, Leedskin was a little bit of a pedo. <laughs> 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 Which I don't know, back... Well, how old, how old was he and, you know, what... When, yeah, I need more information. Sorry, Leedskalkin. Spurned by his lost love, he set out to prove to her... That he could do something remarkable. <laughs> like, damn, dude, <laughs> draw her a picture or something. <laughs> Fucking, you did too much, man. <laughs> she was 16. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you could keep an erection for longer than four hours and impress her. <laughs> this, this is a side note. I don't know if this is in what you have. Okay. It says, uh, when he left to come to America, he came down, allegedly... With uh, and this is in Wikipedia, he came down allegedly with terminal tuberculosis, but spontaneously healed, stating that magnets had some effect on his disease. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but it's alleged and Lama Lease or whatever. It's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all I can think when I hear tuberculosis now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> so he opened the park in 1923 as a tourist attraction. Um, oh, he would he um, like personally worked there and would show people his handiwork. Oh, huh. Like detention. He was a self-styled philosopher. Um, what does that a, mean? I have no idea. And a bit of a crank. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he well, I guess this is what it means. He um he issued a series of pamphlets about his own personal views on political, social, and domestic issues. Oh shit. Um one moralizing booklet optimistically titled A Book in Every Home complained the schools and churches are cheapening the girls. <laughs> Damn, I didn't have to make the joke. I was going to wait on you to finish and then make a joke about young girls. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, um, this, uh, this is a quote. 
The schools and churches are cheapening the girls. Really, the churches? <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, they are arranging picnics. Ooh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew somebody was doing it. I see ankle, you slut. <laughs> um, are coupling up the girls. Why does he say the girls? That sounds, it's coupling up the girls. <laughs> <laughs> They're coupling up the girls with the fresh boys. What? And then they send them out to the woods, parks, beaches, and other places so that they can practice in first-degree lovemaking. Whoa. Boy, first-degree lovemaking. <laughs> like a charge. Is that like, like a anal can... pounding? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the name of the next porn video. <laughs> first-degree lovemaking. <laughs> <Dum-dum>. <laughs> I'm going to make love to you. In the first degree. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, that's Pornhub channel. <laughs> wow, he also was of the opinion that the unemployed and powerless should not have voting rights. That's right. Yikes. You don't want to work, you don't get to vote. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> wow, so that would really shift power, because if people Holy who shit, didn't yeah. have power socially weren't allowed to vote then they just have no fucking could you imagine college college kids you know that i mean there's a lot of college kids where their education's being paid for and they're boarding in the school and stuff their parents are paying for everything so that they don't have to work they wouldn't be able to vote can you imagine college kids not being able to vote how much that would turn the tides that yeah that would change the voting pool a lot yeah no shit yeah well there's honestly everyone having a vote is a pretty new concept in society i mean i don't know it may have existed back in ancient times but even when our country was founded it was like rich white landowner men like The fact, or not the fact, the the thought that everyone over a certain age gets to vote is really new. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, we're still working on getting it so that all African Americans can vote. You know, I mean, they're still working on the ID thing or whatever, and uh, I don't I don't know that it's the the calling for somebody to be able to have an ID is their, you know, their way to vote right. um, is specifically to keep black people from voting. It but is. <laughs> Eric thinks it is. <laughs> I do. Um, but, uh, you know, it's definitely a cause for black people to not be able to vote. And, you know, they were, they, they were um, coming from families, especially the older um, generation, you know, were coming from families where they were owned by slaves that are owned by, or, you know, their ancestors weren't even full um, human beings, according to the Constitution at the time. And, right. you know, and they couldn't be born in a hospital. There's no record of their birth. They can't get birth certificates. They can't get a license. They can't vote. Right. Right. Or an ID. Another. So here this has to do, I think, with the documentary called thir- 13th. Right. 13th Amendment um, got rid of slavery. Yeah. Um. In that, there's still legalized slavery. You just have to be imprisoned. So the rise of the prison system, and the because that is Jesus. the clause. Wow. The rise of the prison system in the U.S. came 
started the moment slavery was made illegal otherwise. Wow. Well, think about voting rights. You can't own a gun if it's like a federal crime that you've committed. Like, there's all these things now tied to being a criminal when supposedly if you go to prison, you pay your debt to society. But when you get out, you're not the citizen you were before you went in. The second you're convicted of a crime, you become a lesser citizen than the rest of us in certain ways. It just depends on the crime you commit. Dude, I heard I, I read an article that I've read to make sure it was real. It was because Ted Cruz is a dick, but um, <laughs> he claimed that, what did Ted Cruz do? He claimed that Democrats are trying to give voting rights to um, pedophiles and illegal immigrants. Son words, of a bitch, not mine. Um, they're they're trying to reform voting stuff and part of it has to do with people that have been imprisoned so yes if someone was convicted of pedophilia and imprisoned and they get out then i guess that law is aiming to restore rights of people that went to prison and have served their time but it's not specifically for pedophiles it it has to do with reforming voting rights but yeah it has nothing to do with giving voting rights to people who entered the country through methods we consider illegal. That part, I guess, he just made up. But that's like a key, that's still one of the key ways to disenfranchise people is to point out that they've committed a crime and been convicted of it. So even though it is like we're way off topic talking about everyone having the vote is a new thing, we've still severely limited it. Um, not only through legal means, but through social means, too, like you pointed out with the license thing. Yeah. There are a lot of people that don't have valid ID. Dude, work, I worked in the, um, I worked with people that um, were homeless for a while. Almost everyone I saw had issues getting IDs because they're often transient, so they're not living where they were born, so... Someone getting a dude getting an ID for someone who came from the boroughs of New York. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm fucking social worker and it was difficult for me to map down that paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're living day to day just trying to put a roof over their head. Yeah. So you're talking about them Mm -hmm. in order to be able to vote, they have to go through all these like bureaucratic fucking legal loopholes and shit just to track down an ID. What are the chances they're going to do that to vote when they're, <laughs> you know, when they have to walk an hour just to get a meal? Yeah. You know? God mighty. Uh, anyways. Wow. Voting rights. Yeah. Hey, so old Ed brought it up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's he wanted fault. you to have a job to vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Here's they whitewash the shit out of this. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> they, Read it. <laughs> after after they talked about him basically saying that he doesn't want people who are unemployed and without power to vote, they said he was clearly a man of strong will and convictions who prized self-sufficiency and rigid work ethic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. A true man of the people. <laughs> Oh, my God. And this was, what, in the 20s during the Depression? <laughs> 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 Nobody was working. 
<laughs> yeah, what a yeah. dick. <laughs> God. Yeah, he opened it in 23. So, yeah, in six years. Ladies and gentlemen, the creative geniuses and moral degenerates, Japtalian and this guy are proud to present their directorial debut and very first adult film. Love making in the first degree. This film is loosely based on the social musings of Edward Leedskoknen, sole creator of the Coral Castle. This film illustrates in luscious detail the moral decay and sexual escapades that might occur when women participate in everyday events. Follow Deputy Morgasm as he punishes sexy young ladies who were just old enough to give consent for their moral misdeeds, social faux pas, and sexual curiosities by sentencing them to lovemaking in the first degree. Oh, yeah. A young boy and girl of legal consent age innocently setting up a picnic not on Deputy Morgasm's watch. Girl, how dare you arrange this picnic in such scanty attire, young lady? But sir, I have on my full-length dress, knee-high socks. I have never cut my hair, nor do I wear the devil's rouge. Shut your insolent mouth. While you're clearly of age to give legal consent, you have no sense. Not only do you dare to stage this picnic, you have a hole in your left sock which has exposed your ankle and engorged my turgid erection. You slut. Now, I have to educate you in lovemaking in the first degree. Find out what happens when Deputy Morgasm finds this couple attempting to supposedly proselytize. It fills my heart with joy to be spreading the word of the Lord with you on this fine day, Samuel, the freshest of boys. Indeed, but I'm concerned to be in your presence while I'm at my freshest. Mr. Leedskoknem was very clear about staying away from you while I'm so fresh and so clean. It must be fine though because Father Jeremy said it was okay. Girl, where goes you with this fresh young man and on whose orders? Oh, Deputy Morgasm, we were instructed to go out and spread the word of the Lord together by Father Jeremy. How dare he? It's clear the only thing he intended for you to spread was your greasy hot pocket for this fresh young man. Young woman who is definitely of age to make legal consent, Prepare to be educated in the art of fucking. Samuel, bear witness to this love making in the first degree, you fucking cuck. Yes, sir! This bit employed parody and exaggeration to highlight some of the double standards of our society. Every participant involved in this production is fully woke and has the utmost respect for whatever offended you personally. Yes, that's right, you, right there. We do not accept personal responsibility for jokes that are misinterpreted as disrespectful. If you have ever believed that any corporation or politician cares more about social issues than their salary, you should have no issue with this disclaimer. So this says that many stories and wild theories emerged over the decades about how Leeds Skalkman uh, built the castle. Um, some speculate that he levitated the blocks with his psychic powers. Ooh. 
Some claim that he moved the stones by singing to them. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> others, others speculate that he moved them by doing his walking impersonation. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, when he sang, were the rocks running away from him? <laughs> you know how the song sounded back in the 20s? Like that kind of... The um, flapper music? Yeah, the flapper music. <laughs> Thing of the people doing the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We need the twenty-three skidoo. Um, <laughs> we'll throw back. Yeah, that's right. Oh, here we go. Thank you, LiveScience.com. I was beginning to wonder. Now I'm thinking this article has had sarcastic overtones. As tempting as it is to view. This amazing park through a veil of mystery, Joseph. <laughs> In fact, we know how the castle was built. Oh, really? Yes. He heavy machinery and no, lots it, of labor. It's, <laughs> it says that today, you know, um, commonsensically, it could be built in a few months with a construction crew and modern machinery. Um, Lee Skalkman worked alone with tools like picks, winches, ropes, and pulleys. So he did have those things. They just right. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, a crane and some guy named Sal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Lee Skalkman himself said that he did it using hard work and the principles of leverage. Boom. Physics. Um, they <laughs> the secrets of the Egyptians debunked. Which, yeah, <laughs> which honestly probably is the secrets of the Egyptians. They just that's all they had to work with, so they probably had a mastery at that right. that we don't have today because we got cranes and earth yeah. movers and you know <laughs> stuff. Um. Oh, they the, the tools that he used are on display at the Coral Castle. Um, oh, I don't cool. remember that, but um, done a lot of drugs in my life. Um, <laughs> um, there, I do remember. There's several large tripods and pulleys. I do remember those, but they, you know, this isn't like fine equipment. This is something that some dude made in the 20s. You know, which is still amazing in and of itself. That's another thing when people come up with like these grand conspiracies and ancient aliens and shit, it kind of robs from, like, the real history of stuff. Because just because something wasn't crafted by aliens doesn't mean it's any less miraculous. Yeah. The, the way, I mean, this dude worked for how long? Uh, almost, 28 years? Almost 30 years, yeah. To build this thing, you know, for a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Amazing. <laughs> Definitely would not have let vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did, you know, he made a nice little kitchen in the thing. <laughs> Ironing board. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. Man, I hope Home Dude doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> And sexualizing women. Home dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um oh god. <laughs> I got somebody thought I was sexualizing women through a 
through a Photoshop I did where it was our three faces on women's bodies. And the thing is, like, I got the images of the women from one of them was from like the lady's website where she's putting this of herself out. I right. didn't put it out there. Yep. Now, is she operating within a, a society that sexualizes women? Yeah. Yeah. But she put that image of herself out. I didn't go steal the pictures of her. I didn't go, you know, take pictures of her when she wasn't looking. Nothing like that. I took a public image that I was allowed to use, and I put our faces. Another thing is, I don't know if you've ever seen my face, (laughs) but it's no more attractive on a woman's body. I would argue it's less attractive on a woman's body. And those kind of whole joke was is we were man-washing Women's History Month. It was kind of a joke on us, like saying we're these dumb men who think that we're going to like mansplain women's history. We didn't even do the episode. You know this. I'm just for people who don't. No, no, no. Go. Yeah. The episode was Elizabeth Bowtree. We didn't even really do the episode for Women's History Month. But when we saw that it worked out that way, I was like, oh, this is really cool. We can make kind of this joke about it. So the whole joke was that we were like mansplaining women's history. But the fact that anybody would think that that was me sexualizing women blows my mind because what? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's our faces on women. That's not a... I don't know. I guess maybe the title. Well, he said objectifying world, or, women. Ob- ob- yeah, he said we were objectifying women, women and I, I was, Which I was women lost are on that. Objectified, usually in our society, they're objectified through sexuality, which right. I guess is where I made that connection. Right, but and that's. Yeah, I looked up the definition because I, I like to look into my own actions, but then when I gave the guy my reason, and if you listen to this show, you know I'd, I. The reason I didn't have this conversation with him is because I didn't feel like it was going to go anywhere. And he basically gave me his opinion. So I thanked him for doing that because it is cool that someone was honest with me to give me their information. I just wish he would have like he he basically said I needed to be more open minded about how people took our information that we put out. My thing is I gave him the reasoning behind like the joke I was trying to make. Right. And he said something to the effect of, well, that's plausible. No, motherfucker. It's it's the joke I made. It's not yeah. plausible. It's the literal joke I made. Right. You and perceived it another way. And then I explained why I didn't intend it that way. And you and then the response was well, you should have foresaw how it was going to be intended. Right, and you can't. Okay. You, you, you <laughs> cannot predict everyone's reaction no. to one thing. Yeah, I mean, you put it out there. Sorry if you were offended. Yeah. So, I've been sending dick pics to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like... I guess you brought the the main thing. I guess that kind of got me about that. Wow, this this whole episode feels this is great. I love it. <laughs> um, is it what it felt like? Someone went out of their way to make a bitchy because he didn't. He wasn't forthright about what bothered him about it until like I asked him. I didn't even know if he was really bothered or he was just being like, "No, dude, don't like this is a you know this is." 
not funny. Like, I just don't, I don't know. He, he wasn't like forthright about what bothered him about it uh-huh. or if he was even bothered until I asked, but it felt like someone went out of their way to be persnickety about like something that we were trying to do. That's like fun for us. Yeah, it sucks when you do something. Like, you put that whole thing together. The You you took your time. You found the Hours pictures. of work. <laughs> yeah, you found the pictures of the women. You found the right pictures of us, our faces, to go on the women. And you put this whole fucking thing together, posted it. I'm sure you took time to um, to illustrate the, the description of the picture that you did and everything. And um, to do something that takes a, an extreme amount of time, and that you're extremely proud of when you're finished doing it and have someone say, ew, that offends me. You should have thought about that before you posted it. Like, right. Wow. And then the reason wow. they gave almost the reason that they're they were offended almost had no thought behind it. Right. So I felt like the minimal insult that I was given was that I was short sighted. But the thing was, I actually put a lot of time and thought into that joke and that whole, like everything that was done with that was done for a reason that built on this joke of us as these stupid men. The joke was that we trample on women, but that we're so blind in doing it that we're unaware of. Like, you know what I'm saying? The best jokes are the ones you have to explain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, fuck. We're going to mansplain woman's history to you, and we're going to do it with our faces on women. That is the whole joke, is that we're making fun of ourselves. Yeah. But the fact that none of that was even... No, he, I don't know. I, and I don't want to like offend, you're right. but I think like a, a liberal chime bell went off of I should be offended because someone's made a joke using images of women. Yeah. And... And so that's where the offense was given. And I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. No, cause I, I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a liberal, so I can't, <laughs> I can't make that call. Um, I didn't find it offensive at all. Um, and I do. I agree with you that I think it was just it came from exactly where you said it came from. That that thing went off where he saw a joke. He saw women, men's faces on them. Fuck, I need to be offended by this. Right. You're objectifying women and I'm offended. And, you know, he may not know this. You know my wife. My wife is actually a pretty pro-feminist woman. Right. And, like, almost everything I do, I talk with my wife about whether she wants me to or and not. She will, she will tell you yeah. whether or not you need to do that. She didn't say shit. Yeah. Your girlfriend was, like, one of the first people to be like, ha, 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 this picture is fun. Like, right. I didn't get this feedback from anywhere else. And the person that I did get it from was basically just like, you're objectifying women without any explanation other than that. Right. But then again, I didn't go asking for one because I felt the the first question I thought of asking was, have you ever actually listened to an episode of ours? Right. And I knew the answer was no, because he'd have been pissed off way before he ever <laughs> saw that picture. Because we make some, you know, sometimes we say shit. This is we're offensive. Come on. Our show's pretty unedited in the way that if we say it, it's probably going to end up in the show. Yeah. The stuff we have edited out is usually because it would, like, personally offend someone. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. we don't do stuff t- for the sake of being offensive, but I think, 
Wow. No, we don't. No, 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 no. I don't think we do. Okay. I, I was rolling it through my head like, what are the things we've cut out? Because we have. We've gone on some political rants right. that we've cut out. And, um, you know, because we don't want to offend, we don't want to take sides and offend another side that, you know, might be our listeners. But at the same time, we're going to we're going to give our opinion on other things and it might offend some people and some people might laugh at it, you know, but. And we want to be able to joke. That is the thing that I'm pretty, I have a pretty strong opinion about is that I think humor, no matter the subject matter, humor is something that brings people together. But some people feel very strongly that you can't joke about certain topics because someone may get offended. Right. Now, I'm not going to make that a butt of my joke. Like, I'm not going to go and make fun of someone's autism. Like, say someone's autistic. I'm yeah. not going to take their disability and make it a joke and laugh at them. Right. But will I make jokes that autism is involved somewhere in the joke yeah as long as it's in good taste now what is good taste i think it's kind of like pornography it's hard to describe you just know it when you see it you know that's the definition that was given by somebody about porn about porn is you know it when you see it Hmm. okay right because there's like a line that something passes where it's not porn where it's art or it's porn yeah. Is that kind of line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like that commercial you did with the blowjob in it. That was very close to porn. <laughs> 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 that, got, that got so uncomfortable. I was like, I'm listening to auditory <laughs> porn right now. <laughs> oh, man. Was it that bad? I love that. <laughs> For a little while, my brother, that was like the first thing he said about it was, dude, that blowjob went on for a little bit longer than needed. But... To great effect, he laughed a lot at it. Um, Good. Oh, he, while we're being on tangents and patting our own backs, (laughs) um, my brother just was talking about how great our show is, how much he thinks it's great, and he enjoys it. Oh, damn. And that it keeps getting better and better. And um, the last one, he really liked Joseph's commercial with the mind control stuff. What the fuck, man? That shit was great, dude. <laughs> it's the most Joseph thing ever. <laughs> I love that fucking commercial. I love the, um, just the, yeah, the whole, we're patting ourselves on the back for real right yeah. now. But I love the whole how he, um, you know, he started out and we were listening to it last weekend before before we recorded the show. And he had that echo when he's like, I understand how you feel or something, whatever it was. And I was like, yo, what the fuck was that? And he was like, that's my mind control. And then the commercial went on, yeah. you know, and it had all those sound effects that got real fucking intense. And it was like gunshots and fucking motorcycles and all kinds of women moaning in the background yeah. and all kinds <laughs> of shit. And he's like really aggressive. And then boom, he's like right back down to, and I can help you with my mind control. <laughs> Because I care. Yeah. I'm the only one who cares. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, God, that is fucking gold. That shit is so good. Yeah, it was great. True vision. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to the topic we don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) So Coral Castle. (laughs) Um, Physics, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the mystery of it is physics. Wow. Um, Dr. Sheldon Cooper over here. Um, let's see. So he had a friend who he saw often, um, 
called Orville Irwin. Jesus, what a 1950-sounding <laughs> name. Orville Irwin. <laughs> I'm Orville Irwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy's definitely said 23 skidoo. <laughs> um, um, so he's a longtime friend of Leeds Skalknins and also a building contractor. Um, this says, with a deep knowledge of construction techniques, he wrote a book in 1996 with the title, Mr. Kant is Dead, the story of Coral Castle. And in it, he explains through photographs, drawings, and schematics how it was built. Irwin pours cold water on the paranormal theories that unknown energies, alien technology, or levitation, or singing, <laughs> was used to build the castle like... If someone heard him like singing, you know, whistle while we work, and like he's building a song. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he, ah, oh, this brings up what I just did. The guy actually finds theories um, insulting to the hard work and integrity of his friend. See, that's kind of how I feel. When someone tries to paint something with magic, then they take away from like the actual truth of how something was done. Here's a great example. There's a dude that I used to have respect for who now it's like his mission on Facebook every day. Um, and dude's got like hundreds of friends. Nobody comments on this shit. <laughs> like, I mean, if you, the ridiculousness, like if you don't like Trump, then you're for pedophiles who sex traffic children is like this guy's kind of logic. Oh, wow. So there are many people in our country, hardworking people who right now are working to track down children that were kidnapped and are being sex trafficked. Right. When you come when you peddle bullshit theories that Donald Trump is personally fighting a spiritual war against Democrats and Hollywood elites. Um, to rescue sex trafficked children, right. you belittle the actual work that FBI agents, local law enforcement, people who go into work day in and day out yeah. are actually putting their fucking feet into action. They're walking the walk to take care of that shit, to make sure that children are taken care of, aren't sex trafficked. They're doing the work. Yeah. When you fucking buy into shit like that and peddle it online about Donald Trump being the savior or whatever, I guarantee you Donald Trump has never put an honest day's work into trying to help sex traffic children. I will totally buy that. It's fucking offensive. Yeah. It's offensive to those people that work day in and day out to do that. Now, if you can show me actual evidence of Donald Trump doing that, then we'll have a fucking conversation about it. But someone who just comes with pictures on the internet or some fucking YouTube video or what the fuck ever... I don't have respect for that because this is just this isn't like evidence. This is just people stroking each other off to the sound of their own voices. Like right. it just it's offensive that that's where that's when I started turning against. Like, I don't even want to tolerate the possibility of conspiracy theories being true is when I hear about like the guy who went into that pizza restaurant and held up a family restaurant with a shotgun to find the secret room where children were being held captive so that Hillary Rodham Clinton could traffic them. Guess what? There was no fucking room. And when the cops asked the guy, what the fuck were you thinking? He said, I thought I was helping. 
That's what bothers me is that guy thought there was really a room in that fucking building because he listened to Alex, what the fuck ever his name is. Holy What's that shit. guy? Yeah, I don't know. That's the truth. I don't know. You know, the talk radio, um, Alex Jones. I've never heard of that guy. You never heard of Alex Jones? No. Uh-uh. Oh, God. Is that it? He's a radio personality. He knows what he's peddling is bullshit. He knows he's lying, but he does it. You don't know Alex Jones? Nah, man, he's I like a know. famous he's, dude, man. What? Yeah. Is he a conservative famous guy? Or I think guy? he started off conservative. Now he's just like a fucking nut American far-right radio show host and conspiracy theorist. I wouldn't even say far-right, man. I'd say lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> New York. New York Magazine has described Jones as America's leading conspiracy theorist. Right. So he's like a talk radio personality who knows that he's peddling bullshit and he does it for a living, but it has real consequences where people buy into the shit that he's saying and they go and do things based on that information. Wow. And that person that did that, they bear some of the responsibility as well. Dude but, looks crazy. He look like in the pictures I'm looking at. Oh yeah, he is. He like screams and yells. Yeah, that's and, what he looks like in the pictures. Yeah. He looks like a fucking. There's nut some child. quote of him basically saying like, "I'll eat my neighbors if I have to." I don't know what the, what? I don't know what his premise what? for that was, <laughs> but yeah, it's like what? I'm sorry. <laughs> what conversation we have? Yeah, sir. I just asked if you wanted extra cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat my neighbors. <laughs> okay. So that's that's my rant about QAnon. Oh God. <laughs> conspiracy theories and Coral Castle. So Coral Castle, it's a pretty cool place. It's not actually made of coral. <laughs> Are we back on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's down in Homestead. It's it's a neat like kind of off the road little tourist place. It's got a very mom and pop feel. Like, the people who work there are probably making minimum wage and don't give a fuck about it. And they're just like, yeah, this guy built this thing. (laughs) (laughs) The feel of it. But I saw it on Ancient Aliens, and it seemed really cool. And I went, and when I saw it, I'm like, man, this totally could have been made by one dude. (laughs) Like, it, you know. (laughs) It was not unbelievable to you. It was totally believable. It was believable that it could have been built by a guy that just worked in secret. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. he just didn't hire anybody to do it to save money, and then it became, like, a selling point. Him in Orville. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones? That's another ancient uh, alien thing. The, um, that's the thing that has instructions on creating a new civilization after the apocalypse, right? It's, like, right. seven different languages or some shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of it. I've never been there, but you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. That one's weird, too. Now... Someone obviously put it there. Um, I don't know why. Some people have guessed it was like a a place nearby that deals with um, like engraving stones and, and things of that nature. But it's a weird advertisement when no one knows that you're the one that built it. And why a guide to creating... New civilization. And why in the middle of fucking nowhere? I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere off the side of the road in Georgia. Wow. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's like a house within eyesight, like a little ways off. Yeah. It's like farm country, you know. Wow. 
But yeah, and the the stuff on it is kind of scary. Like the world's population needs to be under like 500 million. Dude, there's like 7 billion people on this planet. Yeah. Under 500 million is a little bit of a cutback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but could you imagine how much we would thrive? If there was under 500 million, I mean, there's like, I guess it'd be a little dark age period. Probably. <laughs> How many people are in the United States? Uh, about 360 million. Right. Yeah. So a so, little more than us. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So we know it was in like America. <laughs> us in another country, maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because they're like, we need a number where America's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's your topic. That's my topic. You know what we didn't do? Take a break. We didn't take a break. Fucking Fuck Joseph. It. Damn it, Joseph. Because I was editing an episode. You know, I just finished editing an episode today, and it is Joseph that's like, hey, we're going to take a break? What do you think about taking a break? Let's take a break. <laughs> the laziest man I know. <laughs> <laughs> Clock watcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, we just got here. <laughs> Oh, oh we love you, Joseph. <laughs> I always said that because I knew it would offend him. <laughs> I am offensive. Ah. <laughs> Intentionally. Oh, God. Um. So do we want to... We gave a shout out to Danny at the beginning of the episode. Um. Do we want to do anything else before we close this down? Um. You know, shout out to the people that... Um, that have been listening on a regular basis. Um, yeah. I know your girlfriend listens. My my oldest brother listens. Your oldest he, brother. He loves our brother. show. He loves the commercials. Um, a, f- a friend of mine, um, Kevin, he listens on a normal, like on a regular basis. Hey, Kevin. What up, Kevo? Um, Annie listens. She listens, you know, weekly. Thanks, thanks Annie. Thanks, Annie. Actually, thank you. Yeah, thank I did I didn't. Now you've seen her actually listening to the episode with her earbuds in or something, right? And just laughing her ass off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she was falling asleep to us the other night, but then when I asked her, she's like, "No, it's a book on tape." <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I shouldn't have asked her. <laughs> <laughs> she just went with your belief. <laughs> no, one day I was playing a um, video game and she was like laughing really fucking hard to the point where I like. You know, wave like, hey, take your earbuds out. Like, what the fuck are you listening to? And yeah. she's like, y'all show. I was like, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a compliment. Yeah. Because Annie, Annie doesn't laugh her ass off that much. No, not really. Yeah. She laughs her ass off to our show and TikTok. There are some TikTok wow. videos that no she shit. really... You know, have you heard the guy Bob Minery that no. does the fake... Um, voiceover announcing for sports and oh, stuff. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah you send us some yeah, of those yeah. videos. Yeah. She laughs her fucking... Dude, he <laughs> did this one the other day. It was one of those, like, NBA 2K things where you can build your own characters. Okay. But you can make their extremities, like, ridiculous. Like, the guy has, like, <laughs> an eight-foot arm span. Wow. And, like, his waist is up to his chin. <laughs> He's like, now this guy was born next to a nuclear plant, and he can't put two fucking words together <laughs> and he just like did the whole game of him playing oh wow 
Yeah, so, you know, shout out to our listeners. I I haven't been doing as much um, advertising as I was because I kind of had a little down period. And I think I can tell in the numbers a little bit. of okay. Like, it hasn't went up, but you can tell, like, we've had some hardcore... The people who listen to our show listen on a regular basis, and you can tell by the numbers. So I don't know if, um, I, and I don't know if I should say this over the thing or whatever, but I was going to, I think I mentioned it in the last episode that um, we had Lafitte in last week yeah. to fill in for you. And he mentioned, I met him downstairs. It was funny. I pulled in to the parking lot and he was like pulling out and I rolled down my window. I was like, park what are you doing and he he was like man i didn't see any cars here i was like this place is sketchy i thought you guys were setting me up like <laughs> only a guy only a fucking guy from new york would think that shit you know like dude i'm like one of your closest friends setting you, setting you up uh shit was hilarious but i was like park your fucking car man come on but um we were walking in and he was like oh this is cool man you guys haven't put out an episode in a while and i was like what we put one out every week and he was like oh maybe i just haven't seen an ad for it or something he's like i'm usually i usually would see it on instagram and i was like fuck man that sucks you know that that definitely means that um the ads are alerting people to our show right yeah. that's how i took it, it yeah. was like oh shit the ads are like no nah, man you gotta get on spotify <laughs> we got shows come on <laughs> listen yeah but yeah so we uh it, start the ads back up because yeah. they they definitely help. So yeah. you said you could see it in the numbers a little bit. Yeah, and I would. Yeah, we we have one back up now, but I need to get Fuck yeah back on that. And also, we're looking forward to um, working on getting clips of our show out like before. Yeah, I keep um, forgetting about and that. Yeah, we'll we'll get on it. We, yeah, it was fun telling. Uh, um, hopefully Bob, a, a good friend of ours, um, will listen now that he knows about the show, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Joseph, who talks to him more than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling him about it and um, the guy uh, telling Bob about it. And it got me excited again because remember, you know, we start out with nobody listening besides right. us and our girlfriends or wives. <laughs> yeah. And um you know, the amount of people who've listened in total has gone up a great bit, but even the people that like subscribe or listen on a regular basis has consistently went up and this is only our third month. So, yeah. you know, it's a process and we're looking at doing this for as long as it takes. So yeah, definitely. We got time. I love it. I love doing this. This is the highlight of my week. What we're doing right this second, like when we're sitting in here talking into the microphones, that is the highlight of my week. On depressed weeks, this is like sometimes the only reason I leave my house this week during the <laughs> no week, shit. which is a sad but also, you know, telling statement. Yeah, it says something. You know, yeah, but hell yeah. Well, cool. Um, yeah, that's all the shout outs I got. Um, people, if you're listening and you think it's funny, tell somebody about it. Tell them about it. And uh, we look forward to not just doing those, those uh, video snippets, but also to, um, Maybe doing some kind of of an event, maybe this summer, you know, um, not some super big event hosted by Japtalion and this guy, but maybe we set up somewhere like Soda City or that thing they do over there in West Columbia, Casey, um, on Saturdays, you know, just set up and 
let people know who we are and that we're out mm-hmm. here. Like um, a raffle winner gets a blowjob by a porn star? Mm-hmm. That doesn't objectify women, does it? No, I don't. Not that, no. We'll ask the <laughs> home dude. <laughs> home dude. <laughs> home dude that don't listen to the show. <laughs> and if you do listen to Maybe the show. Maybe his mom's free. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was a joke. Ish. I know she's not free. <laughs> Fuck. At least twenty dollars. <laughs> Have a good night, a good morning, and whatever time it is.